fear. If we consider the letters to be an acronym, then we can use common metaphor of false evidence appearing real. So anachronistic representation of fear is false evidence appearing real, which serves as a pretty much accurate definition of what it is. I wanted to look at it from a different perspective, from the way I've always seen fear because the first thing I had to consider was the difference between fear and danger and what danger was. Danger represented a a threat, not imminent, but a threat that was visible, verifiable. So a threat that you could relate to, but fear always lived in the future because it was something one anticipated. You're You're never afraid or fearful of what is directly in front of you. If there's a threat there, you're responding to it. It's not fear, it's more of a fight or flight type scenario. You know. Um, so your response to danger is different. You know, Danger is, is there, it's in front of you. It's, if there's a dog barking in front of you and wants to attack you, that's danger. But you know, you're walking down the street that is dark, anticipating a dog popping out from the one of the gangs, uh, one, one of the side roads, that's fear. And because it's not there, it is a possibility, but it's not a certainty. Uh, so that's the thing. Well, you see, everything we fear is based on what we know. So fear is also based on, or fear functions based on memory. So. If we're supposed to build our present from the future and avoid tapping into the known, that's using memory to design our future, uh, which is to design our present, because our present comes from the future, not the past. So if you want to be consistent with your present, you design it from the future where it comes from. So, the past is memory, everything that has happened and you've recorded it, so you have have all of that stored in memory. So, everything we use to define what we are afraid of, to define our state of fear, is based on memory. Because we cannot fear what we don't know. If it's unknown, how can we fear it? because we don't know that we know. So, fear itself exists and is redefined or reassigned to the future from memory. So most of what we use to define our present, if we're living from memory, that's predictable future, 
which evidently means that you just assume that today would be the same as yesterday and you expect the same results and you know you just go back to the same groove you know it's like a monotony monotonous situation so that's the predictable future your future is predicted before you even step into it which evidently means that you know what's coming that means you're pulling it from somewhere where you know what the possible outcome would be hence the reason why it's predictable and because you have lived it before you know what the results are and so simultaneously you just harmonize with that whole sequence and you just keep repeating the same thing over and over again it's like going to work nine to five stopping by the same coffee shop and just doing the same things that you do which you tend to consider as routine we all do this so the idea now is to change that and live with the unknown so that means rather than predict what's going to happen you anticipate something different happening or you just leave yourself open for any possibility or anything to happen so you tend not to want to have too much control which is based on insecurity ego and the need to have some kind of stability in your reality uh, so everything is now based on um, a conscious expansion, an expansion of your awareness, uh, breaking boundaries. You know, like they always say, you know, the road less traveled is, is the path to infinite possibilities. So, you know, you can take it whichever way you want, you can deal with it. You know, a much deeper level, or you can take its surface and say, okay, instead of me to go through road X today, I'll try road Y and see what happens. You know, just whatever happens, what happens, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so you see, the thing is, what regulates most of our structured um, routines, the routines that we uh, that we live our lives by and are guided there is a unique there's a there's a distinct possibility that fear actually guides most of those routines because we feel safe doing them we don't want to go outside of that comfort zone and 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 so we we have a limitation to our circumference of awareness and I'm trying to keep this conversation more about fear, but you can see it expands in so many different directions. Huh? So, okay. So, the idea is FEAR, fear, false evidence appearing real, is really based on what we have in memory. You know, because you can't be afraid of an animal that doesn't exist. You have a memory of all the animals and so if you're afraid of a particular animal it's because it exists and you know what it is capable of doing and then you have this phobia associated with that even though the animal is not present is not presently in front of you. Any suggestion of its presence being even the sound of it would trigger some kind of emotional response you know, which would uh, make you feel uh, anxious and, and that has its own biochemical uh, reaction which would actually affect your blood flow and you know create a, some pressure 
which would transform into stress, and that stress can actually harm you. So the existence of fear within one is, 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 is uh, something that could harm the body and the mind. Uh, so the idea is how to overcome fear, but how to identify fear itself, because there's so many things that we take for granted and we don't, you know, really track and analyze. We don't, uh, we don't do a nuanced surveillance. <laughs> we don't surveil the nuances. We just look at the big things and, you know, draw conclusions based on an analysis of that. So it, it helps to look at everything that actually uh, that is aligned with memory and that we use in order to create this false evidence that appears real, that triggers this emotional and biochemical response that makes us feel anxious. And then try and ask questions like um, is this evident am i actually being threatened by this particular situation at this point in time and if the answer is no then at least you understand that you don't need to be afraid of it and you don't need to have fear of that and it just helps overcome the circumstance a little bit better when you have a better understanding of why you do what you do you know um, yeah so that's uh that's kind of it, you know, I was just uh, pondering on this, so I was taking a shower, it's like, uh, wondering, where does fear come from? You know, it's not like creativity, where you, you tap into the source and then you have this uh, imaginary uh, lecture that you can transfer from where it comes from onto a piece of paper and then from there you build something with it or you know music or whatever creativity comes from the source uh, the source of consciousness or from god or from wherever it comes from you know but fear where does that come from because that can actually hinder your ability to create because it puts you in a state of um, it puts you in a state where you feel uh, frozen, kind of like freezes you. you know, so, so, you know, to unfreeze, you need to understand why you're frozen, so you don't keep getting frozen while you assume that you're, you have the right kind of antifreeze. You know, yeah, something like that. I'm sure, you know, if you listen to this and you play it back one or two times, it makes some sense. <laughs>